0: been out here for two weeks, done a really nice job. Uh, he'll get his first work against the Ravens when we get a chance to, to train with them for a couple of days before we play and he'll play in the Ravens game. So why Mark, Mark will start the game. So, and, and, and so why you make that decision? It's just, he's been out here just for two weeks. I think the other guy's got a little bit of base and I just feel more comfortable putting him in, in the Ravens game, so. How about, does the physical element have anything to do with it? Do I No, nah, he can, he, I think he can go. I mean, he's, I know he's disappointed, but it's just my call, you know, I think uh, there's a fine line, you know, and then I part of it. You look at what happened to Niles Paul last night, you know, for the Redskins, who's a tremendous football player who's done for the year right now. So there's that fine line in in uh, preseason games where you are. So, um, you know, his first 11 on 11 was two weeks ago. And now going out against a team, it just my decision. I've uh, we've been back and forth around it, but I made the final call that we're just we're going to sit on this game and he'll, he'll be ready to play against the Ravens. So Mark will start the game. Um, that's the only position we've really done right now is just quarterbacks. The rest of it will all be determined based off of today's training and tomorrow's training on what's going to be available. But Mark will start, um, won't play very much, and then it'll be a lot of Matt and a lot of Tim, so we'll have a chance to see those guys in some extended play. So. Chip, how do you balance between you know, getting the guy out there that has not played a lot over the last two years, getting him comfortable on a pass rush, this and that, and also, of course, trying to make sure that he stays healthy for the long haul. Yeah, that's the decision I had to make, and, and I think – with the training sessions with the Ravens next week, I think will help, you know, because we'll get two real good days with them in pads with with, uh, you know, with John's team. And then then we have the game against the Ravens and you got the Packers. So um, felt like we had some more opportunities for it. So is Demarco Marco Murray play and is there I, any injury? Thank One more time. Any other position besides quarterback won't be determined until after training tomorrow. So Demarco's going to go today. Um, he'll go tomorrow, and then we'll make a determination on all those guys. So how much did Sam try to talk you out of not letting him play? He didn't talk. We didn't, you know, Sam understands. Uh, I think he's disappointed, but I think he understands. So there wasn't a debate. Zach, Zach, per- Zach wasn't out there yesterday at practice. Yeah, Zach has a um, core muscle injury, and he's probably going to be out for a couple of weeks now. Do you think so. he'll play in week one? Is it that, that long? No, time? I think he'll be back for week one, but I think right now he's out. So um, He's with Dr. Myers today, so. Um, it would be a couple weeks with him, um, but he won't. he's not going to play in the preseason. Chip, the opportunities that Tim gives you from a schematic standpoint because of his skill set, mm-hmm. if you were to make the team, would it be fair to say that some of those things that you might want to employ him to do, we wouldn't necessarily see in the preseason anyway? No. I mean, that's part of our offense and what we do. So, you know, I think when Tim gets in there, you'll see him and run the ball a little bit. You know, that's part of what he uh We have the ability to call plays depending on who's in there. So um, you'll see that. We're not trying to hide anything. I I think people know we can run zone plays and the quarterback has the ability to carry the football. So I don't think that would surprise anybody if we didn't do that in the preseason sudden Tim had an opportunity to play during the season and we sprung it on him. So I guess I was thinking from from like a gadget standpoint, but you wouldn't show gadgets in preseason. Yeah, but Tim's not a gadget guy. I think Tim's a quarterback and I think uh, he's proven that so far when he's been out here. um, for all those guys, though, and I've said it to begin with, they, they, they're they in red jerseys. It's a different game when we get to Sunday, and I'm excited. You know, we really, as a coach, staff, we want to see Matt play a while, and I want to see Tim play a while, and we'll see what happens to those guys. Any update on the guys who sent out yesterday? I mean, it was like DeMarco. DeMarco will go. D'Amico's going. Kendricks will go. Um, the only guy who's not going is Ertz, and uh, Brandon Hepburn has an ab uh, abdominal. Um, so he's out. I don't we don't I don't have the extension on, on Brandon Hepburn. on uh, and BJ McBride hurt his foot, so he won't go. But all those other guys will be back. Whoa 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 No, Kiko is out. What is it specifically that's holding back? Me. Yeah. So there's no injury no. he's he's coming along, he's done a lot of different things. We're trying to get him acclimated. You know, he also carried the ball more than anybody in the National Football League last year, so we're just trying to integrate him into what Yeah, we look at everybody's and where they are from a body standpoint, I think we manage every individual player here in terms of where they are and what they are. And my job or our whole, not my job, our entire coaching staff, training staff, sports science staff is to get those guys ready to play in week one. So So Uh, Malcolm Jenkins is busting people's chops. And I was laughing because he asked me before he did it, can we get those guys some mojitos and maybe some fans because they got a day off. But um again we every player is dealt with individually here so you know what works for player a may be different for player b and that's that's the way we've always done it so it's been 10 days for kiko how's he
1: coming along kiko's
0: fine but i I think it's again i I, we know what type of football player he is but that's not a that's not something you need to rush him back into to doing anything i think he's he's his legs are healthy he can run around he can do all those other things but i think in. When you deal with an injury like that, you're just going to take your time. Why We don't have a game to play until we play the Falcons on the 14th. So, so, so this the, the, the the, yeah, the No, protocol. we haven't even put him through the protocol. He's, we're just taking him along slowly. So why not put him through? Well, he's doing stuff in there, but we haven't asked to get him cleared because right now it's not important to us. It's just to, let's just make sure that that he's in in meetings. He understands everything. He's doing everything in there. And when we get ready, he'll be ready to go play against the Ravens. Hopefully so when you made so many changes this offseason, there has to be a point where, you know what, you want to see your guys on the field. As this game inches closer and closer? Is there part of you as, as a fan of this football team and, and of this game that you want to see all these changes, how they come together out here? No, my, my, my job is to make sure our team's ready to play against the Atlanta Falcons. So I'm not a fan of anything. I'm a, I, my job is to make sure that this team's ready to play when we go to play Atlanta. So. I would work for Will Sam, but him not playing this week, will that increase his play against the Ravens? We haven't, we haven't gotten into that part of it, but, you know, usually the demo is we're going to play our, usually our ones play eight to ten snaps in game one. It gets extended in game two. You play probably a half in game three, and then they don't play in game four. So, um, but a lot of that will depend on how everything else falls into place. But, okay, you know, rookie tight rookie free agent tight ends, and obviously with ours being out for a while, you'll probably get an extended look at them. Yeah. I thought, well, it's one of those where daily it's it's kind of a different guy shows up. You know, uh, Eric Tomlinson came on the last two days, made some big catches for us in the red zone. Um, all three of them have size. Uh, Andrew's a really sharp uh, player, really picked things up very quickly. Um, and then Justin Tukes is starting to really come along. So uh, excited to see those three guys. So one of the byproducts is not being able to have Zach for a couple games here in the preseason we will give those guys an opportunity to show what they can do because we we have three guys you know in Selik Ertz and, and Trey that we feel real confident in but you know really trying to figure out who that fourth guy is and I think it's really a toss-up but all three of those guys have, have at times been like wow they, they got a legitimate shot at making this football team let's see how we can do it a, on a more consistent basis. Were you looking because for and because Trey Burton were offensive weapons in college when you signed this wave of rookie free agent tight end were you looking at all four guys who were maybe <coughs> Yeah, outstanding blockers along with maybe you been blocking more than receiving or did it matter to you in that regard? I think sometimes when you get to the undrafted free agents immediately after the draft, it's what's available because, you know, you say, hey, I really like that guy, and then that happens at every – then someone takes him in the sixth, and you're like, God, I wish we were hoping, you know, we get a chance to get him, you know, a little bit later in terms of where he is. But, um, you know, those are three guys we liked. They all have specific qualities that you kind of like in them, but it was just at that point in time, you're just what's available in, in – uh, and who are you going to be able to bring in? And, and with James Casey not here, you know, I think they all felt that it was an opportunity to compete and see who the fourth tight end could be on this team. on Derek he four guys in the guard. Did you? Four? You slashed four? Yeah, awesome. Alphabetic- Was it alphabetical? <laughs> alphabetical. Alphabetic- or numerical? Alphabetic. Alphabetical. Are, are you looking forward to that so see which one? Yeah, are. we are. You know, and they'll they'll all get an opportunity to play. Um but you're excited to see what the, what those guys can do when it's when it's live competition, Smash. So. I mean. Yeah. It it shows out here but it, it's I think that kind of validates it when you get in a game. So you know, obviously I have a, a great mind with how you bust our chops here and I'm I'm one, wondering, do you think that a place to your advantage in calling uptown play, play and then the uptown relevant? I try not to bust people's chops when I'm calling plays. But well, I'm not relating that to that, but just uh being able you know, to think quickly. I think it helps I mean but what we end up doing because of I think the thing that helps the most is we've get so many reps and and we get so many more opportunities to be in play-calling situations if that makes sense so we've had a lot of trial and error in terms of how we do it because we get so many reps in terms of how we train I think that's the biggest thing for us you can pick a million plays, but you have to pick the right one in, that, in, that, in a short amount of time. Yeah, but the key is if you run a lot of plays, you can call crappy ones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, if, you, if you're if you a team that only runs 50 to 60 plays a game, you almost have to hit on every single one of your play calls. If you can get 85 to 90 play calls, you can have, you know, 25, 30 not very good calls, but they tend to forget about them because then the next play got your first down. You know what I mean? No, our book on game day is I think – I just think your retention during the week, you know, you can have – a that, that's the fine line I think for any staff when you're putting together a game plan is how much is too much. You know, you, we need to have this, we need to have this, we need to have this. And then for us you want to have confidence because they drilled it, you know. If you go into a game and, you, you know, you listen to people say we have 150 plays up for this game, well, how did you practice them all week long? You only have X amount of days – you're getting 50 snaps 3 days in a row that's 150 did you run every play once you know and did you run it to the right did you run it to the left you know and did you run it against that defense that you were anticipating getting so that's kind of the chess match of when you try to pare down a little bit just so our guys when we call things they're prepared for more than one or two offenses i mean one or two defenses so Trent Cole and, Dan, and Todd Harriman, two back. What significance they had in your well, Those two guys were outstanding leaders here, both you know, Todd offensively and Trent defensively. And um, economically, it's, it's the only reason they're on another sideline. But the, those two guys did absolutely everything we asked them here. Um, they, they were two tremendous football players, two great Eagles. Um, so I'll be excited to see both those guys. How did you, you see them? I guess, especially Trent, Trent and Grant, because you know, they're both in similar situations, which is one of the and outside-line mm-hmm. and, you know, as far as Todd's impact also, yeah. on the the other about line. Yeah, I, both those guys, again, I thought they did a great job because they were older veterans in here. Um, they accepted our staff immediately when we got in here. Uh, we're both probably two of the hardest-working players we had on, on our team. You know both in the classroom and in the weight room you know it was evident when you play that many years in this league there's a reason for it you know and i think it's their dedication but they're with you know the quote unquote what everybody's looking for a true professional football player in terms of how those guys approached it and i think it it really rubbed off on our younger guys I, you know you can ask bg but i know how much he looked up to trent and how trent kind of took him under his wing and trying to bring him along and it's the same thing with lane being next to Todd for such a long, you know, for the two years that he was with him, how Todd kind of taught Lane the ropes. So uh, they were both real good mentors to our younger players. So. Here. More, more questions. Where is yeah. Sam at? Does he have limitations at all coming off his injury? Or is he just, is he a full go? He's injury? been full go and everything. The only limitation is a head coach. Your, yeah. Obviously you would rather he got some game reps in the preseason. How does that set him back in terms of- I, You know, the biggest thing for us in this situation, to be honest with you, is that um, it's something that we wanted to get cleaned up. So it's the reps weren't really important. I think it's, in a long-term thing, he's going to be a lot better for it. So we just wanted to get it out of the way. Does he need a procedure? I don't know, but we just wanted whatever it is. Dr. Myers said it's going to be a couple of weeks and thinks he'll be fine by the opener. So I said if we got to shut him down now, I'd rather shut him down now than have to shut him down sometime in the middle of the season. To so, Thanks.